Rushduni Radio presents Systematic Theology in Two Volumes by Rusus John Rushduni, narrated by Nathan F. Conkey, produced with permission by the Chalcedon Foundation. 14. The Word The opening words of John's Gospel roll out like thunder and like the music of the spheres. Quote, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. End quote. John 1, 1-5 Like Genesis 1, 1, the Gospel of John begins with, quote, in the beginning, end quote, Genesis. It begins with this obvious and deliberate parallel because it too is an account of a Genesis, a new beginning. As Paul states it, quote, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature or creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, end quote, 2 Corinthians 5.17. But, it is more than man who is a new creation. In Jesus Christ, we have the beginning of the new cosmos, the new creation, the great and final Genesis. Jesus Christ is the great, quote, Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, end quote, Revelation 3.14. He is, quote, the beginning, end quote, of the first creation of Genesis 1, John 1.3, and he comes into that creation now fallen and in bondage to sin and death, as its re-creator. Thus, the parallel is there between Genesis 1 and John 1, 1-5, but it is more than a parallel. It is a continuation, a restoration, the completion and the perfection of that original creation by its creator. Moreover, the creator comes as an incarnate God-man to become the new and last Adam. 1 Corinthians 15, 45-47, as, quote, the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, end quote, Colossians 1, 15, and the, quote, firstfruits, end quote, of the new creation, 1 Corinthians 15, 20-23. The whole of the first creation of Genesis 1 was not only by him, but for him, as Paul declares, quote, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. End quote. Colossians 1, 16 and 17. Because we are born into a world of sin and death, and ourselves are born to sin and die, we see the world and its future in terms of ourselves and in terms of the fall. We even use scripture to justify our sinful vision, declaring, quote, The world passeth away, and the lust thereof, end quote, 1 John 2.17, as though this refers to the world of the second Genesis. It is the world of Adam which is being shaken, Hebrews 12.25-29. In order that the new creation of the Word might alone remain. 
The goal is the regeneration and restitution of all things, Matthew 19, 28, Acts 3, 21, to bring the purposes of God and creation to their completion. The Word is the Creator, and He is God. He is, however, the second person of the Godhead. There is both an identity and a distinction. Quote, the Word was with God, end quote, that is, as a separate person, and yet, quote, the Word was God, end quote, so that we have three persons with the Spirit and one God. We are not told that, quote, the Word was the God, end quote, that is, exclusively and totally one person, which was the error of Sabellianism, but that the Word was truly God, even as are the Father and the Spirit. Jesus Christ is here called, quote, the Word, end quote, both to set forth his true incarnation and his nature as very God of very God, and to indicate his eternal pre-existence. Before the incarnation, he was from all eternity. He is eternal and pre-existent as the Word, so that, as the Word, he is beyond the understanding and grasp of man's mind. At the same time, however, we have the amazing fact that this infinite and eternal person, mind and purpose, is incarnated and expressed in Jesus Christ. This Jesus Christ is like us, a man, very man of very man, as well as very God of very God, and he is the head and Adam of the new humanity and the new creation. He is the word incarnate, as Westcott stated it, quote, The personal titles of, quote, the word, end quote, and, quote, the word of God, end quote, must be kept in close connection with the same term applied to the sum of the gospel in the New Testament and with the phrase, quote, the word of the Lord, end quote, in the prophecies of the Old Testament. The word before the incarnation was the one source of the many divine words, and Christ, the word incarnate, is himself the gospel, end quote. He is the creator, quote, all things were made by him, end quote, John 1, 3. Westcott noted, quote, the exact form, pauta, expresses all things taken severally and not all things regarded as a defined whole, end quote. The whole world was created by him, but in that creation the triune God is mindful of the sparrow, the blade of grass and every hair of our head, Matthew 10, 29-31. All are comprehended in his glorious purpose and word. Nothing was made apart from him and his purpose. Quote, All things were created by him and for him. End quote. Colossians 1.16 The creation of physical or natural light is set forth in Genesis 1, 3-5. In John 1, 4 and 5, we again have a parallel deliberately made to Genesis 1. Because all things as a totality and everything particularly from atoms to men were made by him, all bear his stamp and purpose. The meaning, purpose and goal of all things is inseparable from the word who made them for his own eternal purpose. 
The fall was a rejection by man of that eternal purpose, as against the revelation inherent in all things by the creative fiat of the word, Romans 1, 18-20, man chose darkness, he chose to deny the word's purpose and decree, as against the word, man chose no word, as against an eternal meaning, he demanded no meaning, in order to be free to be his own God, to create and impose his own meaning on the world. Apart from him, there is only death. He is life, John fourteen sixteen. Quote, For with thee is the fountain of life, in thy light shall we see light. End quote. Psalm 36, 9. There is no wisdom, understanding, counsel, nor light apart from him. Proverbs 21, 30. The only light men can have is the word of God, and the word or counsel of the word and his person. 1 John 1, 5. The fall, however, brought in darkness, deliberately willed darkness, now rules all men. This darkness of a fallen world seeks to comprehend or overcome the light, to blot it out. If fallen man cannot be God, he is determined that there shall be no God. Hence his life and work are dedicated to the destruction and blotting out of light. Men like the Marquis de Sade and Nietzsche were more honest than most in expressing fallen man's dream of blotting out the very sun and in demanding the death of God. As against God's, quote, let there be light, end quote, Genesis 1, 3, the fallen world declares, quote, let there be no light, end quote, but the light shines into the darkness of sin and the fallen world cannot put it out. The coming of the word means the world triumph of the light and our triumph in him. Quote, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ his son cleanseth us from all sin. End quote. 1 John 1, 7. To declare that the world is willfully in darkness is to say that it is suicidal, murderous and determined to see the triumph of evil. We have only to examine the politics of our time to see this willful urge to mass destruction. On all sides, the choice of men and nations, however disguised with noble and life-affirming phrases, is the negation of life. To expect anything but the worst of ungodly men is to disarm ourselves, to give ourselves over to illusion, the delusion of sin and of Genesis 3, 1-5. Until we face up to the radically perverse nature of all efforts, plans and activities of fallen man, of the humanity of Adam, we cannot understand nor grasp the cosmic dimensions of our salvation in Christ. The darkness cannot blot out the light. His coming is repeatedly spoken of as the day, the day of Christ, the day of the Lord, and so on. 1 Corinthians 1 8, 5 5, 2 Corinthians 1 14, 6 2, Philippians 1 6, 2 16. 1 Thessalonians 5.8, 2 Thessalonians 2.2, 2, Hebrews 10.25, 2 
2 Peter 3, 10, 12, etc. Paul speaks of, quote, the day of salvation, end quote, 2 Corinthians 6, 2. The fullness of Christ's work is total light, the perfect day. Then God's meaning prevails. Christ as the head, Ephesians 1, 22, 4, 15, 5, 33, Colossians 1, 18, 2, 10, is then openly the word of all things, their total creator, purpose and meaning. We see ourselves in every atom of creation in terms of him. The darkness which denies the word is separated from all creation into hell, the trash heap of the universe, into the bin of meaninglessness. As for the new creation of the word, the light of the world, John 8, 12, we are told, quote, and there shall be no night there, and they need no candle, neither light of the sun, for the Lord God giveth them light, and they shall reign for ever and ever. End quote. Revelation 22, 5. Hello, this is Nathan, the narrator. Find my past and present projects and more at nathanteacher.com.